Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting through my six key priorities for my winter nutrition, which hopefully inspires you to set some priorities of your own. Well, welcome back to The Daily Dollop Podcast, everyone. I'm Kate Freeman, and I'm a registered nutritionist, and I'm the founder of The Healthy Eating Hub and The Healthy Eating Clinic And thank you so much for tuning in to the Daily Dollop podcast. I just want to say it's great to have you tune in and listen to the show every day. We're actually coming up to the halfway mark of my big commitment to podcast every day for a year. And I do hope that you're loving the content and that you're learning lots and that you're feeling a lot less stress and pressure on yourself to get your nutrition perfect and you're just happy to make progress and start building healthy eating habits. Now, putting out content every day for a podcast is not an easy feat. And, you know, as much as I love it, I do love it very, very much. It's pretty, pretty tough. And there is a key purpose that I'm trying to achieve with this podcast. And that is, is that I want to change the conversation around food, nutrition, healthy eating. I'm coming up to, you know, 38 years old soon in the end of this year. And I was just reflecting on the fact that pretty much my entire life has been infiltrated by some kind of diet culture and really messed up ways of looking at my body and health and weight and food and nutrition. And we're also, you know, having kids now and we're teaching our kids about food. And what I'm seeing is not making me happy. There is a sharp increase in disordered eating behaviours, eating disorders, food and stress around eating. It's just, yeah, it's its really concerning me. And so the Daily Dollar podcast is part of my mission in life to remove food stress from people, you know, and, and teach them how to eat well for the rest of their lives. And so my purpose is to really share this message to as many people as I can so that They know that nutrition doesn't need to be stressful and that building habits is the best way to eat well long-term and that you are a worthy and precious person regardless of what you eat. Now, the show is doing pretty good. A few hundred people tune in every day, which is actually so cool. But I really want this to do better. Like, can we reach more people with this positive food and nutrition message Can we get this podcast to number one on the health and fitness charts? I reckon we can, but I actually need your help to do that. So if you are a fan of the show, you love the Daily Dollop podcast, all I want you to do is just share this podcast with three or four friends, uh, leave me a star rating and a review. And if you can, share a post on your social, on Facebook or Instagram, just telling people about the podcast, why you like it. And I reckon if every listener did that, every one of the regulars who tune in every day, we could get this potty to number one, right? And get thousands of people tuning in 
every day. So I'd super, super love your help to get the message out there, get some new listeners on the show. Make sure that if you do post on social that you tag me so I can send you a huge big message of thanks. It would mean the world to me if you can help me get this podcast out to more people. But let's get on to the show today. Quick fun fact about me is that I'm becoming a houseplant lady. I know one of those people. I'm actually super loving being in my new home. We bought a house this year, which has been super exciting and I'm filling it with houseplants. I've been inspired by a few people in my life, my sister and my stepdad, key people who are really good with plants. And so I've got like some peace lilies and some ferns. I'm looking at this beautiful, I think it's Monstera plant, like the cheese, the Swiss cheese plant. And it's got this new leaf and I look at it every day and I'm like, look at you growing a new leaf. And I've also got a devil's ivy that I've propagated and it's growing a little root and I just feel so proud of myself. Anyway, so I'm loving my house plants. It is making me feel very maternal without actually having to have more children, which is excellent. So what I want to talk over the next couple of episodes is my personal six priorities for winter nutrition. And this was actually sparked by doing a Facebook Live with a local Canberra um, dance company. And so I thought I would actually just talk about this on the show as well because winter is super tough. It's cold, it's dark. Well, it is in Canberra anyway where I live. The sun doesn't rise until around 7 a.m. and then it sets around 5 p.m. So it feels like it's dark for a really long time. Although this week, a few days ago, was the winter solstice, which I actually look forward to every winter because it's the shortest day of the year because the days only get longer from here people it's a good thing I love the winter solstice it's like yes we're on the home stretch even though technically we've it's really not going to get warm until October let's be honest but the winter solstice makes me happy but I find with the change in season uh, there comes a really big shift to my routine and motivation right my bed is so warm and cozy I don't particularly love walking in the dark in the morning but it has to be because I have to do it before 7am. I'm really struggling to do that. Poor Harvey's a little bit neglected, my little puppy. Um, So I find it just generally more challenging to stay active. I don't know about you guys but that's the case for myself and I do find my food cravings change dramatically during the colder months. I also think that I suffer a little bit from SAD which is an acronym SAD for seasonal affective disorder, which is where you become a little bit depressed during winter, um, which is linked to a couple of things. I'm going to do an episode on that later on. So stay tuned for that. But here are my six priorities for winter nutrition. The first one is maximizing my nutrient density. And so there's a lot of talk in winter about boosting immunity. I, for one, have been the sickest this year that I have been in a long time. I've had a cold on and off like three or four times this year, which is so unusual for me. Probably a mixture of being super run down, lots of life changes, a bit of stress earlier on in the year. But what happened is, is that 100% my nutrient um, density in my diet quality really dropped. And so sometimes when we think about winter nutrition and immunity, We get really nitty gritty with the nutrients, vitamin C, beta carotene, lycopene, zinc. And I've certainly written articles in the past and created content for different companies and businesses and even for my own blog around 
you know, how to boost immunity specifically with these key nutrients. But the thing is, is that you don't even really need to bother about the key nutrients like vitamin C, beta carotene, right? Because the best way to ensure that you're getting plenty of these nutrients is just focusing on choosing a wide variety of minimally processed nutrient-dense foods from all of the food groups. And the thing with nutrition that you really need to remember is there's no one food or food group that's the miracle here. Like we talk about vegetables a lot as being super, super amazing and they are but if you lived on just vegetables and ate nothing else then you would actually be lacking in some key nutrients and you'd be unhealthy so the thing is is that we want to get that variety so one of my goals over winter is to just really get my nutrient density back up again and so that is about definitely one adding vegetables to my meals last night I was shopping and I just had this craving for meat pies this is like hot and tasty pastry, right? And then in the freezer section of the supermarket, they had this brand that had slow cooked meat pies, like real beef. Because sometimes meat pies aren't beef, by the way, but this one was. So I read the ingredients list. And so typically, you know, you'd bite a meat pie and maybe put some chips on your plate, right? Not very much nutrients, like pretty low on the protein, pretty low on fiber, not much vitamins and minerals. But what I did was is serve up that meat pie with a big half plate of salad, lettuce, cucumber, capsicum, carrot, etc. right? And so automatically what I did was increase the nutrient density of that meal by adding vegetables to it. I just added vitamin C, beta carotene, lycopene, right? And so that's my goal is just, you know, if over the weekend we're entertaining and we do a cheese platter, I'm putting nuts and fruit and other whole foods on with the cheese and the crackers, again, increasing my nutrient density, adding some legumes or so like lentils or chickpeas into my meals, whole grains, etc. And by doing that, I'm just, I'm naturally increasing my variety of food. I'm helping myself feel full and satisfied on less energy and I'm maximizing my intake of these micronutrients that are just going to help my immune system get back up to scratch again. And now my online program at the Healthy Eating Hub actually has a six-week module that teaches you how to build the habit of choosing these foods regularly. You focus on one meal each week and so over the course of six weeks, these habits layer on top of each other. So by the end of six weeks, your nutrient density has dramatically improved because you're in the habit of adding these foods into your diet every day. So definitely check that out. You know, by the end of winter, you could have built a whole foods habit by completing that module. So that's super, super cool. I'll pop the link to the online program in the show notes. So the second priority for me, just to finish off this episode, is small achievable habits. I am a pipe dreamer. And I set huge, ambitious, unrealistic goals for myself all the time. And the thing is, is that that's actually one, not the best way to achieve change and two, not actually what I teach my clients. And so one of my goals for myself is to really start to implement these small achievable habits in in every area of my life. And the thing is, right, I frequently overwhelm myself and this is why I'm, I want to try and steer away from the really big goals because winter is hard enough, it's dark and cold and I'm constantly just putting all this pressure on myself to achieve this level up here which then often I can only do on really good days as soon as life throws me a curveball 
all of that is out the window and then I feel like a failure. And so I want to work on these small achievable habits that actually I can do on my hardest day. And one of the things that I do talk about in my online program when it comes to taking action, so when people get to the the practice part of the online program, is I say, what could you do on your most stressful day, on your worst day, what is possible? What kind of vegetables could you add into your day? What kind of fruit could you add into your day, right? Do that. Make that the bare minimum because it means on the better days, you're obviously going to do more than that. But at least you know that even on your most stressful day, you can still achieve like this level of diet quality or this level of exercise and, and be consistent at that because if you can do it on your worst day, then you can do it on all of your other days as well. And one of the key reasons why my program teaches one habit at a time as opposed to overhauling your eating habits is because psychology actually teaches us that change occurs in phases and it rarely occurs all at once, particularly if the change is initiated internally. So it's a, a change that's been driven from yourself as opposed to being forced to change by something external in your life. So one of the things you should do if you're setting goals this winter, either for improving your fitness or maybe you're wanting to lose some weight or improve your diet quality or get your blood sugar levels under control if you've got diabetes or whatever it is, is break down your behavior into smaller achievable habits that you can do on a busy day, a sad day, a stressful day and work on that. Sometimes too, it can be a little bit overwhelming if you've got lots of little things that you want to change because they might be small habits, but if you've got 10 of them that you want to do, that can also be super overwhelming. So I remember chatting to a client who was feeling this way, really overwhelmed with all of the little habits. And I said to her, I was like, if you were to just change one thing about your life, just one thing, and it would have that would have then the biggest flow on effect to other areas of your life. So it's just like the largest impact, but just one small change, but it would have the largest impact. What would that be? Now, she took some time to think about it and then came back to me at our next session and she was like, oh, meal planning. And it was so true. She actually found that if all she did was focus on just being organized, just doing a meal plan, she didn't stress about nutrition, she didn't stress about carbs or proteins or anything like that. She was just like, I just need to meal plan. She naturally ate more veggies, chose smart carbohydrates, right? All of the nutrition things that she knew to do but couldn't do consistently happened better than when she was trying to do, you know, all these things all at once rather than just being like, my goal is just a meal plan. That's all I need to do. If I'm organized with a meal plan, I will do great. Well, that's it for today's episode. Join me tomorrow where I'll chat through some more priorities for myself as I work through my winter nutrition. Have a fantastic day team and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. 
To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode. Thank you.